Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. When it comes to reviewing your finances, a good place to start is by reviewing your mortgage. It's something few people ever do. But if you never review your mortgage, you'll never know if there might be a better option. That's where the Ulster Bank Mortgage Team could help. Wherever you bank, be sure to talk to us and see if switching could make a difference. Just search Ulster Bank Switch. Ulster Bank. Help for what matters. Over 18s only. Ulster Bank Ireland DAC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. Welcome to Second Take Podcast review of It, Chapter 1, starring Jaden Lieberher, Jeremy Ray Taylor, Sophia Lillis, Phelan Wolford, Josen Jacobs, Jack Dylan Grazer, Wyatt Oleff, and Bill Skarsgård. Written by Chase Palmer. Kari Jojik Bukunaga, Gary Doberman, and Stephen King, and directed by Andy Muschietti. There's not like any town I've ever been in before. People die or disappear six times the national average. And that's just grown ups. Kids are worse. Way, way worse. Doesn't smell like caca to me, signor. And I'm Sebastian. You know what these are, mom? They're gazebos. I'm Andy Shostler. <laughs> I think it's the same character we quoted. That's one of the lines that genuinely made me laugh in yeah. the film. That's the that's the character talking about from Stranger Things. Right. Same guy. He's good. He's a good actor. He sure is. Welcome to our review of It. Chapter one. But It. Is that the title? Well... It was called It, and then in the end credits, it then comes up saying chapter one, because it was like, it ooh, does. another one. And look, if you uh, were familiar with the story, being a two-part story. But get yeah. ready for 16 more of these. We're going to have an It universe. Oh. With all the other aliens from all the other solar systems that this thing has visited. They're uh. all, all going to come together and transform the world. Who could blame them? So it's just Andrew and myself today, because the, as of last week... Alex is a little sissy boy who's scared of clowns. He's a little scared. He was like, oh, Sebastian, Andrew, don't make me watch the scary movie. I can I only own so many pairs of pants. <laughs> and he couldn't make it. Or <laughs> poor time management. Yeah. It's your choice. Or maybe he was horribly burned. Yeah. Because he was in the wrong place at the wrong time. Mm. Could have managed that situation better. Or maybe he found himself in the past. Yes. 27 years ago. If he was in the past, he should have been early. 
for this well, session, actually. you would think. Because he, he knew it was coming 27 right. years in advance. Yeah, but maybe he, you know, couldn't get a razor in time. No. And he um, would have looked a bit scruffy for the radio. You can't look scruffy for radio. I'm going to offer a third reason for Alex's absence, and it might be university assignments. <laughs> but to be fair, Boo. that is also <laughs> definitely 100% poor time management. Well, But then again... He's just a big old sissy boy and he's scared of the clowns. <laughs> I think that's the funnier one. He has seen this movie before, though, and I believe he does like it. So he gives a high recommend. <laughs> I saw it for the first time. I'd seen this once before, which on my own volition on Netflix, because I don't lack of the scatter movies. I actually really... I ignored it when it, when it came out in the cinemas. I I is, it, is somebody else trying to get in on the remake, uh, on the remake game, on the, on the rehashing yeah. uh, you know, bandwagon? See, um, I'm terrible. Just wasn't interested. I hate horror movies. I made this very clear. But whenever a, <laughs> this comes out, I was like, "Oh, I want to go see that." And why? I don't. I, what is it? What is it that's so enticing? Is it? Is are you sucked in by a good trailer? Oh, I do love a trailer. I love trailers in general. I think trailers are some of the best stuff that we can get out of cinema at the mm-hmm. moment. Yeah. Um, in regards to it, I don't know. When I was growing up, and used to go to the old video store, old Video Easy. <laughs> um, I'd be the kind of guy that kid who would walk around the horror section and just like, what's this movie? What's this movie? What's this movie? Looking at the back cover art, looking at all the gore, this and that. But I would never watch them because I don't like horror movies. But I would spend most of my time in that section trying to look at all the cool stuff. Okay. So I've got some always, I'm going to call it like a morbid curiosity when it comes to these things. And I can't help it. Like, I mean, the, like the, the Annabelle series, The Conjuring, all those things, they just don't look interesting to me. So they've never, I've never even snuck one on Netflix to see how they go. I just, I look at them and I'm like, eh, that doesn't hit my genre. <laughs> but for some reason, this do, this does. And I really wanted to see it. But my wife has, I don't know how it didn't come up in the last review, like a proper phobia of clowns. Not just like, oh, they're a bit creepy. Like, oh, she's having a panic attack on the ground and can't breathe. Like, really? Really. Which I have a story about, which I'll get to in a moment. But um, <laughs> so we can't go see it with her. Um, so I was teaming up with my sister and my brother-in-law um, to go see it. And then just between work and stuff, couldn't manage the right time. They had to go see it without me. And I didn't want to go see it by myself because also I don't like to do that in general, let alone a scary movie. <laughs> like it's, I'm not that, I just don't like it. I used to I used to avoid seeing, seeing films on my own. Mm. But... Through circumstances, I, I, I ended up moving away um, as a part of a university um, mm. organised work experience thing. I found myself in in Bundaberg. I didn't know Zane at at the time. I wish I, I wish I had, but I was there. I was there alone. I saw a few choice films. <laughs> I think one of the Matrix sequels. I think the first sequel. Yep. Um, resolutions or revolutions. Revolutions. Yeah, <laughs> I made the same ah. mistake a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> like, um, and Star Trek Nemesis. Yep. When that came out. Which so one's better out of those two? Hot take. Oh, Star Nemesis. Trek. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so I saw those on, on my own and I found a new appreciation for watching films on my own. I do it every now and then for this show. Yeah. I'll have to go see a film that it won't, I, it just won't tee up with my wife at the right, right time and I'll, I just have to get it done. Um, the only time I find I'm hindered when doing this is comedies. I struggle to laugh when watching a comedy by myself. I'm a social laugher. Now that's interesting. One thing that has only been possible recently, um, uh, the Dendi um, plays old films every now and again mm. in a sort of a, a throwback. I went to see Back Back to the Future. Had seen that many, many times, but never in a theatre. Mm. Um, and I saw it for the first time with, with an audience, and it was a wonderful experience yeah. of other people... Laughing at the same at the same moments and kind of you have that you have that atmosphere uh, that you just don't get when you're mm. viewing it in your own living room. It really matters. So it's it's coming up. We have the three of us have put together some of the worst films that we <laughs> oh we God. could think of the worst comedies. So I can't remember what order we're doing them in, but we're doing um, High School High, which is one chosen by yourself. It's a guilty pleasure of mine, and yeah. Yep. I don't th- I don't even think it's a famous bad movie. I think it's really under the radar. Yes. No, I, well, I it, it stars John Lovitz and Tia Carrera. I like John Lovitz. Yeah. yeah. We're doing he's, he, he's not unknown, but he's not terribly famous. I think I know him more from like comedy specials rather than Oh yeah. Yeah. Um we're doing Master of Disguise. That was my pick. I was the, very, the poison I've chosen. It's a very famous uh, bad movie. I freaking love that movie. <laughs> we went and saw that at the cinemas. 
Oh, really? Yeah, my mother Actually, took I think me. I, I think I saw that at the cinema too. And Alex picked Napoleon Dynamite, which is... Wait, that's a bad movie? Well, this is the point. He likes that movie. Yes, I, I remember hate liking. that movie because I didn't think it was funny. I thought it was sad and I didn't think it was the right kind of sad. Oh, okay. So I'm, I was a bit confused because he chose it and I think it was to punish me for other things that I've chosen this right. year. And I can guarantee I've watched that film with people and didn't think it was funny, but I'm rare enough to watch it by myself. So okay. I might just go AWOL, I think. Okay. I've seen it once and I remember really enjoying it. I don't remember there being anything redeeming apart from maybe the dance scene. And even the dance scene, I giggled. I didn't laugh. Actually, that's probably the thing I, I like least. Oh, yeah. Um. So look forward to a hot take that I think well, that movie was massively overrated yeah. and definitely shouldn't have launched any careers. And you know what? Long term, didn't. I win. <laughs> well, you know what I think was overrated? This film. No. It Chapter 2. On IMDb, it has a 7.4 rating, uh, 86% critical score on Rotten Tomatoes, and 84 audience score. And I just don't understand why it's so damn popular. I really don't, because I don't think it's that good. I don't think it's that good a story. Even for nostalgia, I don't see how it would have that much of a draw. I just don't get why it's popular. Um, I'm going to say The Clown. But, but, but even The Clown is done worse in this version than in the miniseries. We'll talk about... Well, I, clowns, I, I know what you're going at. Clowns are creepy. Yes. And this is a creepy clown. Yes. And it shouldn't be a creepy it clown. It should be a clown. Clowns should be clown. friendly. That's exactly right. Yep. But that's what makes clowns creepy. The friendlier they are, the creepier they like, are. Like, what's so creepy about a little girl giggling in a film, in a horror film? Oh, my God. Right? But yeah. if they're, not, they're not doing a creepy giggle. <laughs> yeah. They're doing an innocent giggle. But they've got this but girl doing, like, this old that. lady cackle. <laughs> Not, not creepy anymore, is it? It's yeah. just weird. Yep. <laughs> You're not going to go anywhere near that. That's not enticing. <laughs> That's exactly it. <laughs> yeah. There's some real big questions on um the parentage of Georgie in this film as to why he would approach this clown. Well, uh, hey, hey Georgie, thing, yeah. I got some Fortnite <laughs> down here. It's like, oh, okay. Yeah. One thing that I didn't mention um, in last week's of the miniseries um, that they, they did, this is, for all intents and purposes, a remake of the of the miniseries. Um and they also did it in this one where Georgie is introduced for the first time to Pennywise. And he's, he says, oh, I'm not allowed to talk to strangers. I don't know. Well, Georgie, you know, you're, you're, does, does he say his name? I can't even remember. I'm what Pennywise the, the what dancing clown. Oh, that's, he does. He does. He does yeah. do that. Yeah. So now we've been introduced and we're not strangers anymore. So you can come see me. I think it's done a lot better in the miniseries. Mm. For some reason, um, Adding a few extra little things, calling himself Pennywise the Dancing Clown, I, it just ruins all the... Mm. I, don't, I don't even know what to call it, but it feels cheapened. It's a big thing that this film has been called out on. I mean, even, even that Nostalgia Critic episode we both saw points it out. This clown does not make sense because it is so creepy. Who would approach it? It's like... Um, it's like when George Lucas was writing the original trilogy, right? And the big comment about that is that all the things about Darth Vader in the original trilogy were really heavily influenced. There were a lot of throwbacks from stuff that we already established. The films didn't establish Darth Vader as his own character in the first place. He kind of took all that. And that's what this one does. It doesn't really go out of its way to establish Pennywise as a character, establish the lore. It just builds on all the stuff that you've been introduced to in the miniseries. You can kind of catch on, maybe, if you're seeing it for the first time. Uh, and you know, uh, uh, As in watching any of the It story for, for the first time. But it's just not very well explained as a standalone. And it's not very well referenced either because they add in a few little things that just make it seem cheaper all of a sudden in regards to pennywise i agree we don't really get much of a character from him i think what we do get is good from a horror aspect but from a character aspect not so much but i will say that this thing that and we'll get more into it when we actually start the review proper but this film does a lot better of a job of actually making the kids characters for me than the other one and that was the best part of the film the last film for me that we said the kids half best part of that miniseries i think the kids here are a lot better and I think they're serviced a lot more from the story. So while we don't get as much of a, a Pennywise sort of characterization, apart from he's just a, a creeper-looking boy, <laughs> um, I, think the, I think the kids were serviced more in that part, which we'll talk about, though. I don't think the kids are as good. 
I, I think they were, they're better. I think they were better in the miniseries. Oof. Well, we'll, t- we'll definitely talk about that then. Maybe it's just because I'm older and wiser, Seb. No. No, it's something different. Well, do you want to move on to trivia? Riddle me this. Riddle me that. Who's afraid of the big black bat? Hey, Derek, you know what's always good for shoulder pain? What? If you lick my butthole. It is Wednesday, my dudes. I was surprised to learn this film had a budget of thirty-five million. That's pretty low. It seems low. Horror movies right? are generally low. Like it's just no, I know, but it had. I mean, apart from of, World War Z, <laughs> which was famously <laughs> way too high. One of the good points about this is that the production value was actually remarkably high. Mm. Like it was a really fantastic-looking film. I think all the effects were done nicely. Uh, the only the only thing I didn't like was Pennywise running, but we'll talk about that. Yep. Uh, <laughs> just I yeah, we will I'd, we will talk about that. I don't think that's I don't think that's a production quality thing. I think that's just a bad decision. Can I? Um, but it looked really good, so I'm surprised that they got away with it for 35 million. And in the box office, blitzed it 700 million worldwide gross. Yeah, this 20 trailer. times the budget. It's the highest grossing Stephen King um, adaptation. The trailer for this film, the first trailer. Um, within its first 24 hours was the most viewed trailer wow. on YouTube in history until like, I think, ooh, was it this later that year it was beaten by Infinity War or did it right. beat Infinity War? Either right. way, the next Avengers beat it, but I like it was, it's competing with the two top Marvel films is the point here. I don't understand why. Because yeah. I don't think Bill Skarsgård's performance is that great. I don't think he's in it enough to really be a draw card. The It story isn't that great a story. Kids acting, it's good, but it's not that good. There's nothing about this well, film that makes it nostalgia. We've been talking not, not even the nostalgia. Well, no, I mean, let's look. Okay, nostalgia is very hot, right? Everyone can agree that's not a, that's not, that's not a hot take. <laughs> um, but you've got the kid from Stranger Things in this film as well, who everyone is in love with that show. Is that it? I'm not saying he's solely responsible for no, it. I mean, I mean is, it, a, is it just a timing thing? I they, think so. When it was released, Stranger Things was you know in its I, I don't want to say in its height, but it's sort between of between seasons one and two, or maybe season two had just come out. Like yeah, it, yeah, it was sort of in a in a real throw of popularity at that time. Is that is that it? Is it just good timing on on behalf of the producers? Also, it looked crisp. It does look good. Um, can yeah. I thirty five million dollars for a horror movie? I've just pulled up the uh, list of the top twenty most expensive horror films ever made. Okay. Um, listen. They're pushing it here because the number one most expensive horror movie ever made, and this has been adjusted so as time of release for inflation. Of course, yeah. Um Van Helsing's number 1, 222 million dollars. I wouldn't Is that the um that's the adjusted budget. Not the Russell Crowe. Oh, Pro, no, Hugh, the, um, the Hugh, Hugh Jackman. Yeah. yeah. Number 2, World War Z, 201 million. Like I said these are adjusted okay. for when yeah, the yeah, yeah. thing was released. So actually World War Z was 190 on the day and it was 160 for Van Helsing on is the that day. The Brad Pitt, is Brad Pitt in that? Yeah. One? yeah. It's not bad actually. I am legend. Seems like as a horror. Well, Van Helsing is a horror. It's, it's. I mean, there's yes, there's a Drac- Dracula's in it, and there's yeah, a werewolf. But so. it's definitely a adventure. Anyway, um, I am Legend. Next, End of Days. End of Days is a horror. Mm-hmm. This is a no. weird list. You reckon the yep the Schwarzenegger film? I mean, the, these would all be better described as thrillers so far. Hollow Man is number seven on the list. Hollow Man is a genuinely ninety five million when it came yeah. out, but it was one hundred and fifty two for in taking inflation into regards. It's good though. Have you seen it recently? Not recently. It's good. But like Kevin Bacon is a freaking good actor. Can we talk about the fact that Prometheus is number nine on this list? What? Like I, as in aliens Prometheus? Yes. Now I'm going horror aside, how did that film cost less than these films? I mean Alien is a horror. Yes, correct. Sleep. I mean, you could even you could even argue that the Terminator is a horror rather than a sci-fi, but it fits both categories, you know, quite well. And I think it's generally um, described as a sci-fi film. This list is pushing it. Number nineteen is Gremlins two, as a horror. Gremlins two, yep. <laughs> and the final one is Deep Blue Sea. I suppose if you count Jaws as a horror, which I don't, but I can see how you could. Jaws. Horror thriller, yeah, yeah I can horror. see. I wouldn't fight like much with, with the Shining. I wouldn't fight you on it because I can. I, it blends, yeah. But yeah, it's a it's an unusual list. But for the record, the twentieth most expensive horror movie, wink wink, was Deep Blue Sea, and it was one hundred and two million for with inflation, sixty million for when it was released. So let's talk about thirty five million today. Yeah, is like we're looking at like 
the t- you know twenty million or less yeah. at the time that these other ones came out. So this is just to nail home how bloody cheap this movie was. It really? Yeah. Remarkably cheap. It's crazy. Yeah. And it looks good. It really does mm-hmm. look good. That's not an understatement. So at the time of the film's release in Pennsylvania, a little town called Littitz, uh, there was a prank involving red balloons tied to sewer grates. It frightened citizens and got the attention of police. Good. <laughs> Did this film coincide I with don't think, the clowns? I don't think... Oh, no, that's... I remember that happening... <coughs> oh, my dogs are going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's all right. They've sensed it. It's all... <laughs> all happening now. Yeah, I don't know if it was around the time of the clowns, but that was definitely a phenomena. But that wasn't linked to it at all, was it? That wasn't a publicity stunt for it necessarily. I think it was just a bunch of people trying to be creepy. If they're taking credit for it, they'd be in trouble. Mm, I <laughs> um, guess so. But wasn't, was there, it wasn't a murder, was there as well? Was it just people? Oh, there were the stories, and I'm sure somebody got murdered, but somebody gets murdered all the time. Okay, 2017... Clown. Anyway, the um the Clown teeth pranks. prosthetics that uh, Bill Skarsgård wore as Pennywise caused him to drool unexpectedly, uh, which delighted director Andy Muschietti. Um, he thought it suited the character very well and kept it in. Okay. Um, but I'm just looking up. It was 2016 when the clowns, but the okay. trailers would have been in, in yeah, full force by maybe, then. Maybe. So maybe it was just people getting just being crazy and trying to do pranks. Um, nearly all U.S. states had reports of this. Nine out of thirteen provinces in Canada and eighteen other countries had yeah, clown but that sightings. Means at least one happened in this huge area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just trying to see if it was just if if there was any actual like follow up. Yeah. Oh, well, when you're done, I have an Australian news story on this. Please do, because other than um, other than all that. And uh, saying that Bill Skarsgård admitted to having nightmares during the production, and he trained with a contortionist in order to do some of the crazy stuff that he that he did. Obviously, some of it was you know, CGI, yeah. um, but he did genuinely train with a contortionist for hmm. uh, for the movements of, uh, of of Pennywise. Okay, which wasn't necessary because a clown, you know, is typically a middle-aged man, a failed actor. Yep. <laughs> you know, it's, he can be a bit clunky and sort of get away with it. You expect that from a clown. I know the eye thing where one eye goes off center wasn't CGI. Bill can do that. Oh, that's, yeah, that's, so that's, that's fine. Um, so, clown sightings. October 7, so 2016, several of these sightings were reported in Campbelltown, New South Wales. I should preface this, definitely reading off Wikipedia right now. Uh, four images of sightings in in the city were uploaded onto the internet and one showed a clown being knocked to the ground. Since October 7th, there have been multiple other sightings, blah, 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 blah. Okay, October 8th, 9.30pm, two 12-year-old girls um, were with one of their fathers buying ice cream when they were attacked by a man dressed as a clown in Adelaide's CBD. Good on you, man. Yep, while attacking the girls, the clown tried to steal one of their phones. <laughs> so, they're out for blood. Yeah. Um, I actually remember the the video of a clown getting beaten up. That <laughs> went around for a while too. Somebody just like laid into them, a couple of people just standing over them, just kicking them on the ground. <laughs> so it was good times. Bad times to be a clown. Good no, times to be this movie. No, if you're going to do a stunt and you're going to commit to it, then great. I'm sure you're going to have a lot of cred in your, in your little circle, but you're just going to piss people off as well if you're dressing up as a clown and being silly. In, in British Columbia, two teens, 16 and 17 year old, were arrested. For doing this, yeah, there you go. So I'm not seeing any um any murders though. I'm just seeing people spooking people and getting beaten up. Which is very yeah, funny. Or were, were all these beat up reports really just masking the fact that there were murders and the murders are still secret? Oh, I mean that's I mean I don't know for sure, so I can only say yes. Um, so that's all the trivia you had though, is it? That's it. That's there it. is nothing else interesting about this film. Okay, well. Apologies about my dogs barking earlier, <laughs> ruining a very short segment. Well, let's move on to movie babies then. Hasta la vista, baby. Nobody puts baby in a corner. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, baby. Yeah. So last week I chose two very good movies as the movie babies for what I thought was a very good movie. At least part one was. Mm. Not overall, but part one was. Uh, This week, I've chosen two not-so-good movies to reflect a not-so-good movie. The Sandlot 
What's that? <laughs> I've heard of it, but I, don't, I have no idea what it's about. It's another kids' movie where there's there's a new kid um, <clears throat> who who wants to wants to hang around with this group of kids who play baseball. And they sort of bond about around baseball. It's a fish out of water kind okay. of kind of thing. Uh, and the big crux of it is the ball goes into this scary man's house, and they all have to, you know, climb the fence and get over their fears to retrieve the ball back. This isn't with the big dog, or am I thinking of Little Rascals? Yep, no, it's a, there's a dog. A big old dog? Like a big bull- old dog. Big old bulldog. Is there also a giant dog in the Little Rascals, though? Yeah, there must be. Okay. No, there's a there's a dog with the patch around its eye. Oh, no, I was thinking of this dog. big angry oh, dog angry in like dog. a junkyard. I'm sure there is. There must be. Because I've seen that movie, whatever that is. Anyway, yep, sorry. Yeah. So that's it. Yeah, that big notable kids mm. film, Sandlot. <laughs> yep. Uh, mixed with Event Horizon. Now... Not because they're in space. Obviously, that's that's not what's going on. And I mean, the clown was in space at one point. Well, I think there's even less reference to him being an, to Pennywise being an alien in this one than in the miniseries, he's which there isn't any. But you, he's not an alien. He's more akin to like an old one. Well, whatever. But, but it's, yeah. it's not about the space thing. It's about all those really freaky visions that um, that everybody has in Event Horizon, and. When, when their imagination runs amok, when Pennywise is sort of manipulating them to be afraid, some of the stuff these kids see is really gory and terrifying. Mm. Like, seriously gory and terrifying. Like, people hanging and, oh, just bizarre stuff. Yep. So that's it. I mean, Event Horizon, it's, it's a cult classic partially for that, for that reason. And I'm including it here because it is such a weird combination of kids' movie and these ter- this terrifying imagery. There's a bit off topic, but you've heard Stardew Valley. I've heard of it. It's like a farming simulator, but it's an yeah. RPG with like fantasy stuff in it. Anyway, okay. Uh, one of the YouTubers I watch, he goes on and does like hacked versions of these games. Right. And there was a, there's a mod out there for this game where you can roll around and all the villages are missing, th- but if you look carefully, they're like hung from trees and like, uh-huh. yeah. and it just reminded me. So the vision parts, I was like, so heads up, if you have that game on your on your PC. You can get a version where everyone's dead but you. <laughs> oh, and then some of them are just ghosts. Of course. Yep. But anyway, um, mine was a kind of a repeat of last week. So I, I said Super 8, and I continue that more so in this film for the tone. But, and I really, I feel like I may, I should have used this last week and didn't, but Monster Squad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, very For some very similar reasons as we're following this group of kids going through like this sort of fantastical kind of horror-esque scenario. Um. But also just like the group dynamic is really, yeah, okay. I enjoyed it. Kids playing it up to be a little adult, you know, throwing in a, a bit of slight, you know, side humor there, which they didn't really do in the um, the original. The kids were kids for the most part. Yeah, that's, this, that's, that's what worked. Yeah, that's, that's why I liked it so much. We're in this, I feel like they're kids, but they've also been aged up a little bit. Uh, it's too scripted. Which I think works. So it's yeah. interesting, yeah. I don't yeah. think it works as well. Well, 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 well. The kids seem too polished. In this movie version, whereas yeah. in the miniseries they seem they genuinely seem to be playing kids. Okay. Well, we'll move on to tweets, and then we can smash into this review. Okay. All right. And today I'm going to read it to you. Is it got any sports in it? Are you kidding? Fencing, fighting, torture, revenge, giants, monsters, chases, escapes, true love, miracles. O'Doyle rules! O'Doyle rules! O'Doyle rules! Hashtag the bully movie. Aww. This film has so much bullying. Yeah, absolutely. Really? You know what I realized we didn't touch on last week? The dog. What dog? The dog that jumped out and freed the bully from the insane asylum. Oh, where Pennywise turns into a dog. He turns oh, into yeah, a dog. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't the bad. Pa- that wasn't the bad yeah, half of the movie. Yeah, we should talk. Yes, anyway, yeah, the bullies. Yeah, yeah. but they are a big piece of the f- of the and book. Seriously, but bu- and all the adults are just mean to the kids. Yep, the like, the, farm- the guy in the pharmacy is pretty much a pedophile. The pharmacist. Why? Why is because, that being done? Because this is actually it's more one of my bad notes, and I'll read it out now. It's why? Where are we? Uh. Oh, anyway, you get the idea. <laughs> Why? It, oh, can we please stop portraying every middle-aged man who talks to a child as a predator, as a sex predator? He had the predator glasses on. <laughs> he 
just had glasses on. Yeah, they were creepy. There's two and reasons. And the girl asked him to try on the glasses. You know, I work as a bus driver, and a part of that means interacting with kids. And you can be cold and just not interact with them at all, or you can, you know, treat them like people and smile and laugh and joke. Just because you're interacting with children doesn't mean you're a creepy person. This guy was shot to be creepy, though. No, that's exactly right. Why? Why was that a choice that was made? I can explain. It didn't need it. It didn't go anywhere. There was no payoff. She was just trying to distract him because the boys were stealing the bandages. Why was he portrayed as this creepy pedophile? And there's two good reasons, I promise you. There's no good reason. I got them. (laughs) Um, It's both from like a filmmaking perspective and a story perspective. There's two reasons. From a filmmaking perspective, oh wait, I spaced. From the story <laughs> perspective, I mainly have one of these two points. I got so sorry. Sorry, um, you're wanting to show that the kids are in fact isolated. The second you have adults that are there on their side, Pennywise is less scary. Right. So you need to have them being on their own and showing that the the, the town is against them, or at least not with them. To make yeah, them but real. see, you could you could make that point as well by him just being distant and not buying in. She's trying to lure him into a conversation so he's distracted mm. and he can just be playing it, what do you want? I'm going to ring it up and then you're going to get out of my shop. And they didn't go that way. They went the creepy pedophile way. But they're showing how much how toxic Tenny, no, Pennywise uh, is for the town though. But the brilliant part of playing him as as uh, the sort of guy who's not interested in and not buying into it, she then has to work for the lure. Mm. She has to work at distracting him, but we don't get that. She's just, oh, glasses, and then she knocks something over and genuinely distracts him from doing the thing. If you were just going to do that, just do that. It doesn't need to be a creepy pedophile. It doesn't need to be there. I think they're trying to get across that this town, this town is trash. <laughs> and we only meet, apart from the parents, who else do we really meet that's not? We meet the other girl at the pharmacy and him. The other girl, the teenager working at the pharmacy, she's just mean and yep. cruel to sign the guy's cast as, as loser. Um, when the fat kid is being beaten up, you've got the two the greasers, yeah, by the by the bullies. You've got the two farmers that drive past in their pickup, and they kind of look and you know this guy's cutting, cutting, yeah, this fat guy, and they just drive past like nothing. Well, so they is, we complained about this exact problem in the other one, saying that they only did this once, and it was like, well, that could just be a that, that old man was just a dickhead for ignoring Beverly. It in was, this one they're showing, no, the town is fucked, which is important. Yeah, it was it was vague in the first one, and whether it should have been mentioned or not you know, explored more in detail doesn't really matter because you get the you get the impression that just from the just from them having trouble memorizing if you think about it you can extrapolate that and okay this town is clearly being you know influenced you, you know it's in some sort of sphere of influence and something weird is happening inside there so you can you can kind of imagine how people would be manipulated doesn't need to be spelled out here everybody that's why I say Bu- the bully movie because everybody is a bully. No, everybody is a bully. I like that, but first, no, I got to do my tweet. If at first you don't succeed, that's all I have. I'm going to move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, do you want to start with the bad? Because we seem like we're on it. I've got a lot of bad. So if you want to defend this film, oh, it's on. Okay, I'm going to hit the bad button and then I'm going to just drop the sound down. No, Houston, we have a problem. I'm as mad as hell, and I'm not gonna take this anymore! You are tearing me apart, Lisa! I've fallen, and I can't get up! I can't believe you've done this. Pratt Falls. Pratt Falls in a horror. It opens, not with the... Again, they they decided to go with chapter one, it's just about the kids, so of course we're not going to have the... Uh, the murder um, that starts things off in the miniseries. Well, they also wouldn't even cast. Yeah, no, I, yeah. no I, I know. So it's just about the kids. So we start with Georgie, right? Georgie's running along with his boat. All of a sudden, his brother cares about him now. In the miniseries, the only reason Georgie goes outside is because he wants to play with Bill, and Bill is kind of, nah, I want to read my magazine, piss off. Mm. In this one, he genuinely helps him do the thing, and then he's worried about him, he's talking to him well, on he the was walkie-talkie. Sick, right? Yeah, but... Again, why? Part of the guilt that that Bill carries with him is that he, sh- if only he had been more attentive to mm. his brother, if he hadn't been so dismissive, he would be alive. And he doesn't carry any of that guilt now, because it's just his brother just died. Yeah, it wasn't his fault at all. I mean, he can blame himself, but he has no real reason to. Anyway, he runs through the roadwork signs or whatever it is and hits one. 
Yeah. Why? You didn't like that? No. It completely messes with the tone. It's supposed to be creepy and scary. You having, you know, coming from the miniseries, you know Georgie's going to die. Yeah. And so it's building up to that. And all of a sudden there's this little moment of comedy that just doesn't belong there. I didn't think it played no. for comedy, to be honest. Like then, then why was it there? Because it happened. I, think I know it's, that's, that's a bad reason. I but think it's, it's a bad reason. It's a it's a silly thing to include in a horror film. I mean, you and could argue the, the reason of it's keeping the audience on edge, showing that there's you know constant threats. But all, a kid can't even <laughs> run without hurting themselves, let alone the clown the sword. Yeah, but you don't need to show that. You know, kids are going to hurt themselves. Kids are stupid, and he was very young. You as don't well. show him eating breakfast, but you assume he ate breakfast that morning. I mean, right? you yeah. don't need to you don't need to spell it out that he. That I he know had Pennywise had breakfast that morning. <laughs> that's as far as my knowledge goes. But all the all the little moments that are that are that stop the film in order to tell a joke, it doesn't work. The humor in this film, while some of the lines are genuinely funny, and I love that you know placebo gazebo uh, line, it really made me laugh. It was funny, mm. but it didn't fit in the film. I didn't. But none of the comedy does. You didn't like it. Doesn't it doesn't belong in it? No, it it ruins the the, the scary creepy tone that you should be going for. And even Pennywise himself, well, he's he's scary from the start. Mm. And he shouldn't be. He should be friendly and smiling and enticing because he's he's trying to lure children. He's not trying to scare them off in the first place. That I agree with. Cre- I mean, Georgie is scared right from the start. He's I don't want to talk to you. And he kind of convinces, eh, you know, you want your boat back. And if, you, if it wasn't for the boat, Georgie would have pissed mm-hmm. off. That's it. Yeah. I agree. I think Pennywise is scary, but also improperly used because he's a bad lure. You wouldn't if you were fishing with a Pennywise, you'd catch nothing, you know. Yeah, I think the jokes of the kids though are fine. Like their kids are having a good time. That makes sense for me. Like they should be having fun. And hey, if no, the whole movie we're spending dour and sad and scared, it's going to hit a point where we're not going to feel anything as an no, audience. No, having I'm, little bits of laughter can help. I'm not talking about the, the the scenes where they're having fun, right? I'm not talking about. It's all those little one liner jokes that that. Put a stake in the in in the tone. It's just say, that one character, mind you, though. I it's know, all the one character, and he's the one that grows up to become a comedian. Yeah, but look, Seth Green carries it off in 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 the miniseries, and in this one, even though the the jokes are, are carried off, it just doesn't fit with the rest of the tone. It wasn't as well spliced in as the miniseries did it, and the miniseries wasn't that funny. It was a scary film, at least part one was. Whatever yeah. they were trying to do in part two. It just didn't work, and it, and it felt like a lot of that creeped into here. Like they were trying to put a lot of jokes in, trying to make it a little bit Marvel-like, a little bit friendlier. Um, I don't know. And I just, and just you know spreading jokes throughout the whole thing, sprinkling jokes around. I didn't like any of it. See, it didn't it didn't feel right when it happened. I like the jokes as a palate cleanser, but I thought this movie was a lot scarier than the original. Yeah, but look, if you're eating a big bowl of chili, right, and you need a palate cleanser. And why are you eating the chili? Oh no! Between jokes, though, I'm sorry. Between scares, if if I'm scared the entire time, I'll hit a point where I'm not scared anymore because I'm, I'm just feeling that one thing. But you know what me makes jokes making me laugh? It lets me prep myself to be scared again. No, the thing that makes a bowl of chili great is that you haven't quite gotten over the last spoonful, and Ooh. so you keep having more, and it keeps on building, and you start sweating, and you start crying. If if you want to feel like that, then you don't need the palate cleanser. That's just softening the blow. Why bother with that? Well, we talked about it when we did like scary movie and shriek and all that. When you have so many jokes in a row, you get to diminishing returns. It's the same thing for me with scares. If you if it's just bam, 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 I'm by the sixth jump scare in a row, for example, yeah, I feel the, nothing. But the recipe isn't scare, joke, scare. It's scare, resolve the tension or at least dial it down a little bit or build tension for something else and then another scare. You don't put a joke in there. I think a joke. I, mean, I think a joke works anyway. I liked it. No, I, I, I'm not a fan of the horror genre, and I don't think jokes belong in it at all. I'm not an aficionado, so if 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 you do like horror films and you disagree with me, please email me. Correct and I'll, me, <laughs> and I'll show it to Andrew and be like, "There you go." Correct me on it, or or at least explain why jokes belong in it. But I think they just ruin the tone. Yeah. Also, it's, like I said, it is a bit more realistic. They're kids. They are going to make jokes. Like, I'll make jokes. I don't know. Not one line is like that. That's crafted. He was a very yeah. smart it's boy. It's scripted. Ugh, I don't buy it. I didn't like the kids as much in this one. So what else didn't you like? Though? I don't think they. Bad. I didn't. They pulled it off. Um, the scene with George, with his dismembered arm. Yeah. Oh, wait, cr- wait. Crawling away from the gutter. 
I thought that was completely pointless. As in, like, in the beginning of, of the film? Yeah, of showing him that his arm has been bitten off and that he's in distress. I think it's completely pointless to show him, you know, bloodied up like that. I just thought it was nice being like, okay, get uh, it. we're going to show you a bit more gore on this one. It's not going to be a gory, gory film, yeah. but unlike the original, like, yeah. where we take away. Fine. We're going to show you a bit more. I like that. Fine. But just showing the hand. Why? Or what's, his arm, I guess. Well, what's the point of that? To show us that this film's going to be a bit more visceral. It's just literally saying, this is what we're doing. If all you want is an excuse to, <laughs> to, to show a kid with a dismembered arm, then take that But why show anything like, under that point? Why show anything? Like, you've got to show something. And they've I'm, decided artistically they would they want to show that there's a bit more gore in this one. Fine. But I didn't, I didn't understand why it was there. It seemed a silly decision to have made. I thought, it was, I thought it was good. To include it. let you know, this is this Pennywise is not fucking around. You show that he does this to this one kid, so every other kid you have him scaring later on, if you don't know the story and you know who's going right. to survive and who's not, well, then you go in knowing, like, I'm, shit, this kind of going to rip him up, yeah? I'm entirely of the school, less is more. And the more you can imply rather than show, right, the better off you are because people's imagination is far better than anything you can shove on screen. But I'd say everything else is more implied. This is the this is as gory as it really gets in this film. But it it says like it says this is this is the gu- the gloves that this clown is playing with. So every other scare you have coming from there, you know what you could be seeing, eh. but you don't, you know what I mean? Eh. Like it's just showing like you know don't worry, we're not going to kill your characters <laughs> off screen. You know, we're going to show it to you. So when there's you know people being chased around by clowns, are you about to see someone get their head ripped off? You have no idea, you know? Yeah. But even then, it takes nine minutes of film to get to that point where the first attack from Pennywise happens. And that's a problem. I thought nine minutes is pretty quick for. I mean, I know it was. I know it was faster last time, but like that's not a long time. That's, that's it's. It feels long. Mm. It feels long when when you're watching it. Like it, I think it should be punchier because this is this is the opening. This is establishing the character. Yeah. Right. So, if you're if you're trying to establish him as a monster. Show him being a monster. Don't drag it out for nine minutes that, oh, Georgie's brother actually really, really loves him quite a bit. And yeah, Georgie's a bit of, bit of a clumsy kid. Oh, and then he, you know, meets up with Pennywise who eats him eventually. What are you trying to tell? If the whole point of that scene is to establish Pennywise as a monster, just get to that. But it was also established George is the brother as well. That's fine. And you can do that really quickly. But they had a long scene where he went into the basement to look for the paraffin wax and he was yeah. scared by the reflection of, of the thing. And, okay, it doesn't need any of that. You didn't like the tension building? I think it was great. No. Hmm. No. I was like for a mood setter. It's literally, but maybe because welcome to our world, here's the tone, you know? Maybe because I knew it was coming. I knew he was going to meet Pennywise in the gutter. Yeah, well, the, right? even, so even I was the trailers for this film were the Pennywise yep. scene, except you don't see it, the death in the trailer. You so I was just waiting for that, and I was bored along the way. It took too long. Oh, see, I see. I liked that bit, because it is just tension building, which is the best part of what horror movies do. I just don't like yeah. the payoff in general. Not, not this film, just yeah. horror movies in general. <laughs> I found myself a lot of the time asking, just like that, why is this being shown? Why is this in the film? Mm. Like the kids, uh, they're going on summer vacation, right? End of school for three months or whatever. They unzip their bags and then dump all their books and things into the garbage. Yeah. Why? Who does that? These kids? No, that's, that's kind of my point. What child do you know of who has ever done that? Have you ever done that? Thrown your school books away at the end of school? At the end of the year, have you ever done that? I didn't keep them. To be fair, like when the school no, no, was no, done. they disappear over the course of time. But you never. But <laughs> Mum does that for me. Yeah, you know, but there was never a moment where okay, the bell's gone. That's it. I'm dumping this stuff. Nobody, nobody. I ever. You know where I last saw it? Recess, the Disney show. Yeah. You ever say recess schools out? The kids can't yeah, maybe from that. But yeah, I've, I've, never seen, I've seen it before. But and not, again, you know, really, it's not. Yeah, it's it's. A little, a little thing that you know the director included in the film to, I don't know, make it a little bit funny or, or whatever, you know, add to the introduction of the kids. But it was just so jarring. Of what the hell are they doing? I've never known anybody to behave like this. It's so stupid. I mean, like, yes, but also they're going to need them. They have done with. They're, they're done school for the year. They're not going to need that book. Yeah, I know. Like, it's just they're just saving their parents some time. <laughs> I mean, everything is. Everything is hypercharged in this one. Like Pennywise is gory and he's just 
he's he's messy with with how he with how he hunts these children. The bullies are sadistic. They're not just mean and cruel. They are sadistic. Well, yeah. the The main bully, the one that kills his father, is yeah. fucked up. But that's his point. Yeah. The the townspeople aren't just you know ignorant of whatever's going on. They are willfully ignoring really shitty stuff happening. Yeah. You know, the creepy alcoholic father is all of a sudden a rapey perv in this one. It's all honestly a rapey jealous perv for that for, for that matter. I think everything every every little thing is is hypercharged from what the miniseries was and it's not I don't think it's really well thought out. See, I like it because it's more of that mystery to me. Like it's not just Pennywise, really? it's what Pennywise has done to these people. So it's part of the mystery of like, why is everyone in this town? you know, doing this weird thing. Why are they doing that? Why are these people doing these weird, acting in these strange ways? It's all part of the mystery of what is happening in Derry. Like, they've really, for me, fleshed out the, the little town of Derry, is it? A town? Derry, yeah. yeah. Into, like, this kind of weird character of its own because it is just this town of assholes. But yeah. not arsehole, assholes like, how charming, Tony Stark's an asshole. <laughs> but assholes like, wow, these people are really, yeah. Yeah, but I find it completely unbelievable. Like, it's too much... Excuse me, it's too much. I find myself thinking, why on earth are people behaving like that? Nobody behaves like that. Not even with the No, but nobody does behave like that. No, it's I know. Town, I know, but it's not even it's not even um not behaving in a in a in a believable way. Like this is just ridiculous. Yeah. I couldn't I couldn't find myself enjoying it. See, I like it. It's like when when you go to Shutter Island and everyone's acting really weird around Leo. And you find out later on why that is, because you know. But that's different. It's different. I mean, in in this one again, it's just it's pushed way too far, tipped way too far on that scale of creepy. Mm. Like it's not subtly creepy. This is just full on creepy, and it feels out of place. Okay. I can't enjoy it because every time I see it, I go, "Why are they behaving like that? That's way too much." Maybe that's, you'll that's like it next just time. Weird. When, the, when the adults go back, I assume mm. there's going to be a bit of a discussion about why, it, like, as adults, everyone is just weird here. Maybe like, they, when we were kids, we thought they were just picking on us, but now, no, they're doing the same <laughs> thing, you know? I'm curious to see how they'll play it out when they have the adults come back to the town. Maybe. I have uh, a bad. And I guess the, the only other really weird thing that I found was that blood scene, where in the miniseries, you've got the Bev is in the bathroom, yep. the balloon comes out of the, the sink, explodes yep. and the whole room is covered with blood she's no I, she's not covered with blood but but the i think it's on her face isn't she yeah or it's just over the mirror or the thing in this one it's the entire room that's covered in blood the father comes in and he says oh we, what do <laughs> what do you mean there's blood everywhere i can't see anything kind of spells it out for the audience but okay that's fine you need to get that scene out it's done really nicely in the miniseries where he yeah he kind of looks at the sink. It's all we can see that it's all bloody and thing, and kind of looks around and there's nothing there. What are you talking about? You know, grabs her, grabs her yep. by the face or strokes her face and leaves a blood trail. Okay, that's. Good. But in this one, the whole room is covered with blood. She's completely covered with blood, and oh, I, I, I don't see any blood. And then later, it's still there, and the kids clean it. Yeah. What the hell is up with that? What's wrong with that? What do you mean? She should just leave it like that. It's supposed to be. Or at least I originally interpreted as a manipulation on her perception by Pennywise to elicit fear. Yeah. So once that moment is done, why is the blood still there? It wasn't actually a bloodied room. Well, that actually raised my question. I was going to say, it seems like, okay, because he is, he, Pennywise is a very powerful being. And they don't really well, get again, into Again, he's so powerful in this one. Like, he can do anything. He's not limited in any way. Yeah, Penny, in the books, pe book, Pennywise is pretty much a god. Ugh. Like, he's very powerful. And it's the point, like, it was like, yeah, is the blood in her head or does it just exist for her? Which I know sounds like either the same thing than not. Is her now version of reality now the one with the blood kind of thing? Right. And that's what I kind of interpreted it as. Like, he was doing, he made, it, it is a thing. But maybe, and no one else can see it, but it is actually there. It's a physical threat, you know? Just like they can't see the clown, but sorry, they can see the clown, but the, parent, the people can't. But it's not explained. Still there. But it's not explained. It's part of the mystery. What is they? They, they don't have an answer because they don't have like a research scene where they find out what a Pennywise is. You There's know? no mystery when you play that it's real, but then the father just doesn't see it. So is he ignoring something that is really there? 
or is she imagining something so deeply that she can't even walk out of the room and walk back in without it still being manifested? I think it's neither. I think it's just there for them. Which is silly. My only bad thing in this film, well, two bad things. The Pennywise run... Yeah. When he charges towards someone. It's a weird oh, shot. Yeah. And it's funny. It's pretty much as funny as he gets, and it's not meant to be. Um, and after he's kidnapped Beverly, and the the losers club goes down and goes to rescue her, there's this weird shot when they're like the central part of the sewer where they open up this door and there's like fire and stuff, and Pennywise is doing this really weird <laughs> jig. Dun 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 yeah. dun dun dun. Yeah. And I genuinely could not stop laughing when that happened. <laughs> but not because it was funny. Yeah, I don't think it was meant to be funny. No. But it was a weird choice. Oh, I said I'd tell a story about my wife. Being in clowns. Right. So we have a theme park down in um, on the Gold Coast here in Queensland called Movie World. It's literally, um, it's Warner Brothers Studios in this this area, but there's also like rides and shit attached to it. Yeah, it's, like a stunt show and things yeah, like that. Yeah, it's not, it, it's... Then the comparable point for overseas people is maybe like Universal Studios. Like you can go like the theme park built into that. But, but even then smaller. Yeah. yeah. Um, but like some movies still get filmed there. The one that I think of the most was Scooby-Doo. Oh, was it? Yeah. And I want to say parts of Aquaman and Superman Returns. Okay. And the Narnia films. Sure. There's a few big films that were filmed there. Anyway, um... They have a thing called Fright Night, where around Halloween, for like three, four weeks around it, you go there and they've got like mazes set up and they're all horror themed and blah, 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 blah. Went with the wife and a couple of her friends. Jess is terrified of clowns, like proper. Good choice. And one of the rides had closed down and all the staff had to come out and a bunch of like cut up zombie looking clowns came out. And she saw one who came up and they were, they're all in character and stuff as they're walking around and one of them like gave her a big like, you know, boo or whatever it was, you know, some sort of scary thing. And she literally shut down, went down the ground into fetal position and started crying. It was like down for like 10 minutes. Wow. Like proper. And I was like, oh, you are scared of clowns. That's yeah, terrifying. Which is yeah. why I have to do this goddamn sequel yeah. by myself because <laughs> it'll actually kill her, which I think is not ideal. I've never heard of that in real life. Yeah, she's like yeah. proper. The spiders as well are pretty bad, but she's gotten better with spiders just living up in Queensland. You're going to see a bunch. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, we don't have little clowns that you can find you know, behind the, <laughs> behind the couch. Little <laughs> eight-legged clowns, yeah. yeah. That'll make it better. Well, I want to talk about the good. Sure. Yeah? The one good thing about this film. Oh, no. I hit the wrong button. We're committed to no musics. What have you done, Seb? I hit the intro button again. Um, just, Im- <laughs> just imagine you're um, hearing, how's that for a slice of fried gold? Clink, yeah, <laughs> boy. And is the m- it is Wednesday, my dudes. We already done that one? Uh, I don't even know. Anyway, no music for you guys today. The opening is creepy. It is creepy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I think it's that is good. That yeah. is a thing in its favor. It goes on a little bit too long, the whole Georgie thing, but it starts off being creepy. Yep. Um, like, again, I when he first goes down in the basement, I thought, okay, Great. They they're doing something different. They're not going with the gutter scene, or that's gonna, you know, it's gonna be bypassed someplace later. This is where we're introduced to Pennywise. And no, it's just a Yeah, it's a okay. I, I wanna say it's a pointless jump scare, but you could extend that argument to anything. The whole film is pointless. Why make this film at all? That's not what I'm that's not what I'm saying. It's they made this scene long, the introduction of Georgie for whatever reason, and it I don't think it worked. But up until it started getting a bit too long, I thought it was actually genuinely creepy and genuinely good. How do you like the um, Pennywise teeth situation from this film to the last film? In He's like a like goblin shark in this film yeah. where his mouth comes out of his mouth. Yeah, like in, in the miniseries, just it being you know a set of false teeth, false dentures or whatever done to done by the makeup department to be to be creepy... I thought they worked fine. Yep. That's it. You insert them, you get that shot. That's it. The rest of the time he has normal teeth because that's how he would appear. Yep. Because he's trying to be friendly and have a nice smile. Um, but this, yeah, where he turns into the Sarlacc pit. I uh, like it. Uh, uh, Goblin I shark. I think it's stupid. No, nah, it's fine. It's good. I like it. Fine. <laughs> I, 
other than yeah, saying I think it looks stupid, I really don't have any mm. criticism of it. I think it was unnecessary um, to do that. Less is more. I like effectively that we meet all the kids through scares in this film. Okay, yeah. Um, it's a nice little way of going through and just meeting all the characters. Yeah. Here's this character. Here's what they're scared of, you know. Um, the freaking painting one with the... That was good. That was very... I don't like that. That was, was really was good. very, yeah, jarringly yeah. scary. Where he picks up this this painting and all of a sudden the character, the main character in the painting is gone. And it it's a weird looking character too. Yeah. That's why it was, it was yeah. just some... I don't know what style it was, but some painted woman it was. And then that's who Pennywise has appeared yeah. as now in charge of them. It's genuinely scary. All the scares are done really well. It's like a Twilight Zone, you know, little snippet of a Twilight Zone thing where it's genuinely scary, genuinely terrifying. It is, they are really nice scenes um, when you're watching them. Uh, like Mike, when he... Uh, Goes to goes to deliver the meat to the to the butchers uh, to the to the cold room, and there are all the zombie hands like coming out of the door. Like, oh, great effect! Really yeah. simple, really, but really effective for for what it's supposed to be, and chilling the the way it's done. Uh, what a shame that it's surrounded by you know this story that doesn't make sense because as a scene, all those all those scares are just terrific. Yep, and the projector. The projector scene, I think, is the best scene in the whole movie. It's, it's a very tense scene. Where they play the projector and it starts to speed up and the mother's... And they can't stop it. They've unplugged yep. it, but it's on still. There's some good yep. stuff. Yep. And, and the mother's hair is kind of going and then all of a sudden you see Pennywise's face come out from underneath it. Yeah, it's really well done. Good use and of balloons. They, and then they ruin it. <laughs> and then they ruin it by having Pennywise come out as this, you know, four-meter monster... Charging out from the screen. I agree. Oh, okay. I do agree with this one. You know, it would have been nice if he just, you know, had his face come out from the projector, you know, try and bite one of them. Just like, you know, in, yep. in the miniseries, it's a hand reaching out. It doesn't grab anybody. It just reaches out for the scare. Yep. Yeah. Balloons are good. Balloons. Hiding behind the, the, the yep. just the shots used of balloons, giving yep. us the character POV so they can only see the balloon. It moves, it pops, and then he's yeah. behind them. Really simple stuff, but effective. Yeah. Yep. All just building up tension. And to the <laughs> it is. I like that. It was good. It, it does. It does. There are some very good scares, mm. very good creepy moments, but I don't think it keeps that. The trouble with this film is that it doesn't maintain that tone all the way through. It builds it up nicely and then just lets it go and starts another one. Yep. Doesn't finish off. You know, finishes off the foundation and then doesn't keep the building going. It just starts a new one later on somewhere else. All in all, though. I thought this was more consistent than the the miniseries that we got. Really? Yeah, I was because I, you're watching the miniseries as part one and two together. Yes, your opinion may change with chapter two, and seeing and seeing the two of them together may change that. But during chapter one, I mean, even though I did chapter one onto chapter two for the miniseries, I still watched chapter one first. Yeah, so of course. I had the lovely. This is nice from chapter one, but I I still struggle to think that chapter one even competes that well with this. I think this is tonally just so much better i actually am scared for these characters i was never really scared for them in the original right and it's kind of a double-edged sword pennywise should not be always scary in these films because he's meant to be a lure and you're a bad lure if everyone's terrified of you no one goes yes. near you but he is so much more creepy i thought than tim curry did yeah but he shouldn't be he shouldn't be but <laughs> when i rank when i rank who's the which pennywise do i want to run into yeah. I don't want to run into this Pennywise. Okay. I would don't if I'm going to be hunted by one of these it's. I don't want this one coming after me because this is the one that looks like it's going to fuck me up. Okay. Whereas Tim Curry's looks like he's just going to have a bit of a good time. Well, he's, he's playing a, Tim Curry's playing pranks. Yeah. This one is on the hunt. He's going to have a good time, but he's going to do it at at the expense of your sanity. He's like to take another analogy from Supernatural. It's when. Uh, it's when S uh, Lucifer is in Sam's uh, mind mm. and he's kind of just sitting around in the background just doing dicky stuff, just making crappy jokes, anything to get his attention. And the second that Sam acknowledges him, that's it. The door is open and now he can fuck with him. Yep. Now he can torment him. And it's not like, you know, he's not causing him pain. He's just tormenting him by showing him weird things. All, all of a sudden, you know, he can't, um, he's he's in this endless room, you know, 
he's not where he's not where he remembers being in the last thing. Just little things like that that are very effective, and it's entirely for his own entertainment, fucking around with somebody else's perception, uh, manipulating yep. their mind. And Tim Curry's uh, Pennywise does that brilliantly. He's just there to be annoying and to build up, build up that that creep really slowly. Whereas Bill Skarsgård Pennywise is just creepy from the start. He's just scary, and he just gets scarier. Yes, and that's that's the hard part because he shouldn't be just scary. No, he's but, immediately life threatening. Yeah. But when ranking out of the two, who is the scariest? It's well, it's Skarsgård. Of course, it is. Yeah, it's, who has got the bigger knife out? Like I feel yeah. like I'm com- we're comparing like bloody Heath Ledger's Joker against Jared Leto's. Yeah, Ledger's the better one. Because he had the entire movie dedicated to his performance and it was a good yeah. performance where yeah. Leto had 10 minutes of a movie dedicated to someone else's performance, you know? Yeah. So, I don't know. All right, let's move on to verdicts. And I'm going to hit one button this time, so... <laughs> but to be the man, you got to beat the man. And I'm saying, woo, right here. I'm the man. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Slap it on with the might of Zeus! The biggest criticism I have is that the tone is not is not consistent. It's not maintained. It's built up many, many times, and then it just changes direction all of a sudden. You know, sometimes the kids are weak, sometimes they're strong, sometimes they're terrified, sometimes they're courageous. I don't know whether I'm supposed to laugh or scream at any one thing going on because so many things are either played for a quick scare or a quick laugh. Mm. You know, nothing nothing seems to make sense and the movie jumps around from the tone so frequently that I'm I don't know what I'm supposed to think and I couldn't enjoy it. Are you in any way looking forward to chapter 2 knowing that you'll probably get a better version of the movie that you didn't like? the half of last week. Ah, uh, that's interesting. Um, because I feel like, we. I mean, I, I like this movie more than the entirety of last week's film. And for me, it was night and day. Even even though part one of last week's was great with the kids, I for me, this is better. But when looking at part two of last week, I think that, you know, a picture of Pennywise with some fucking circus music playing for three hours <laughs> in the cinema might be better than what we got. If it wasn't for this show, even with people coming to me and saying, it's brilliant. It's a great horror movie. I think I would be perfectly content with never seeing Chapter Two in my life. Even that, even with Bill Hader and <laughs> Jessica Chastain. Yep. Even if people said it's fantastic, you know, Bill Hader's bits are wonderful. It's completely different from Chapter One. Even if they said that, I would be completely uninterested. After we're done with this review, while we're doing the mix down, I'll put on the trailer for chapter two. Right. They have they want their first trailer was just like a two minute scene of Beverly returning to the town. Okay, and give you a bit of a tone. It's not it's not the full trailer I mean, with all the shit. It's just it's just a scene. I'm really committed. Nice. I'm committed. You have to watch it. And yeah. I'll be and I'll be completely <laughs> honest in 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 my review. But I'm not looking forward to it in any way. I'm yeah. not bought into it. I'm not invested. But as for this one, you so no, you're not recommending it, are you? I I would never watch this movie again. Wow, that bad, yeah. Right. No, I, it's not that I don't think it has redeeming features. I just didn't enjoy it. It's first of all, it's not it's not an enjoyable genre for me, and I don't think there's any one thing about it that makes watching the whole film worthwhile. Yep. Again, maybe I would just watch, you know, highlights or snippets or whatever there, but even then there's nothing particularly memorable about it for me either. Okay. Well, as for me, Comparatively to last week, high recommend. Like, there's not a perfect film. We've gone over the the flaws there, but I don't know it, it creeped me out, and I had a bit of fun with it, which for me is all I can ask for for a genre a genre that I don't like. Sure. So, that's nice, right? <laughs> oh, I'm so not looking forward to chapter two for a completely different reason. Of yeah. I don't want to physically be in a room watching a horror movie by myself. But you know, like in the dark, Seb. Yeah, that's where the clowns can get you. Yeah. You oh. don't know if a clown could be sitting right behind you. I assume they always are. Um, <laughs> Check us out on Instagram at Second Take Podcast. If you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. And if you happen to live last week, check us out on Facebook.com slash Second Take. If you want to send some feedback or have some questions or anything, send them to Second Take Podcast at gmail.com. Um, apart from that, we have our wonderful website with all all of our wonderful episodes on there, all three <laughs> years worth. Oh my God. Oh my, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. 
uh, secondtakepodcast.com. And of course, if you would like to support the show, um, head over to patreon.com forward slash second take. And you can do your little bit to make us less shit. You have the power. <laughs> um, all right. So not next week, isn't it? Chapter two. We got the times wrong. It's something else prior. It doesn't come out until September 5th. So I don't. So it'll be the week after, or the week after that for yeah, us. Yeah, I think to scheduling, it'll be. Are we doing the shit movies then? It's not the shit moves, is it? We have to. They're the next ones on the schedule. Cool. Yeah, well, we'll be back for um, our trilogy of trash. <laughs> I can't remember what the order is, but it's High School High, The Master of Disguise, and Napoleon Dynamite in whatever order that happens in. <laughs> um, but that's enticing. Please come back for a, right? a trash trilogy. <laughs> yep. I did a marketing degree. That's a thing. Well, thank you very much, Andrew. Oh, it's always the hateful stuff that draws a crowd. Oh, bloody hell. Cadbury has launched new Freddo Treasure Space Series with Cadbury Dairy Milk Buttons and a surprise space toy in every chest. Three, two, one, lift off! Treasure every adventure. New Cadbury Dairy Milk Freddo Treasure Space Series with only 76 calories per pack. Pick one up in store. Come home to ultra-fast broadband and Sky's best ever Wi-Fi for our lowest ever price from just €30 Euro a month. So you can now play games, stream music, and download movies at ultra-fast speeds for less than ever before. To switch from just €30 Euro a month for 12 months, search Sky30. Availability subject to location, setup these terms and conditions apply. For more info, see sky.ie forward slash speeds. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> <laughs> 